What's up, Bombshells? Welcome to Bombshell 1111 Podcast, Therapy for Women of Color. My name is Kia, and I'm your host. Generally, podcasts request donations, but I want you to show love by simply subscribing to my social media platforms by visiting my website at www.bombshell1111podcast.com. I want to see thousands of subscribers on this platform. Leave your comments, and I'll show love by shouting you out on my social media platforms, such as Instagram and Facebook. I want to thank you for your continued support as always. And with that being said, let's jump into this new episode. Welcome, you guys, to Bombshell 1111 Podcast, Speak on the Series. My name is Kia, and I'm your host. I also have my co-host here tonight with me. Shantae, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes. Um, yes, my name is Shantae, and I am a parenting and wellness podcaster and blogger, and I'm also a holistic fertility doula and practicing bereavement doula as well. Thank you so much for joining me and co-hosting with me tonight, Shantae. Um, And you guys, tonight we have a very special guest. She's a second time guest for me on the Bombshell 1111 podcast. She was such a pleasure. We had so much fun. I mean, I laughed like crazy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And see, we're laughing now. Um, You guys, so without further ado, our guest today goes by the name of Jennifer Rayner. She's a sexuality educator with a passion for helping people experience more pleasure in their lives sexually and otherwise hi jennifer thanks so much for hi yeah thank, you, thank you for having me back yes you know i had to have you back you were one of my favorite guests i had to do that of course, of course. oh yay and i'm, I'm so, so excited happy. yeah and i'm so happy that shantae has an opportunity to hear some of your knowledge and to get an experience with you as well so thank you, yes, thank totally. you. oh you're so very welcome so let's just jump right in. Normally, as you know, Jen, I allow um, everyone that comes on to give an opportunity to do a short bio about themselves, who they are, what they do. So can you let the audience know what's your name, as I already stated, but what you do and where you're from? Okay. Well, I'm Jennifer Ronner. I am a sex educator. I, I live in Augusta, Georgia, um, but I'm originally from New York, so You know, sometimes down here, I'm not sure the people know what to make of me. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, you're that sex lady. I'm like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) Wow. Um, I actually, I got into sex education uh, about five years ago. I was actually realizing it's coming up on my five-year anniversary of when I turned to my husband and said, you know, baby, I want to talk about sex for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. so, great choice uh, yeah like five years ago I was like you know I was I was getting to my midlife and I was like I I don't love what I'm doing yeah so when I thought about it I realized that it had always been my dream to be a sex educator ever since I heard Dr. Ruth on the radio when I was 15 years old and I was like wow you can do that for a job 
Right. That's awesome. So, <laughs> so, so here I am five years later and, and actually like this last year has been really amazing since the last time I talked to you. Um, so I have a lot of really exciting stuff going on. Oh, wow. So, uh, for those who don't know or have an understanding what a sexuality educator is, can you let the audience know exactly what you do? Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because it, I just had this happen recently where I was with my best friend and my best friend kept introducing me as a sex therapist. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm a sex educator. It's different. So the way that I kind of explain it is a sex therapist and my husband is a sex therapist. A sex therapist actually helps people who are maybe having problems or issues and they want to work through them around a sexual topic. As a sex educator, I tend to focus more on people who, who aren't working through problems, who just want to improve their sex lives. And what I do is I work with them either one-on-one or in classes and I help give them more information and knowledge and techniques so that they can improve the sex that they're having. And do you cater to one specific, um, let's just say, uh, couple orientation, um, heterosexual, homosexual, or does, or you do both? I do both. I do. I go both ways. Love that. I go always. <laughs> I think that everybody deserves love and good sex. Yeah. And I'm happy to help anybody with that. And, and Jen, speaking of sexuality and going both ways, let me ask you a question surrounding that. Do sure. you think that, in, in your expert opinion, does sexuality change with age? I think it can. I mean, I, I'm not sure that maybe... See, I'm not sure that our sexuality necessarily changes, but maybe our confidence and our self-assurance and our ability to express what we've felt um, forever, right? So when I think back, gosh, I think back to like middle school. And I remember in middle school, there was this girl I was a friend with and um, I had a sleepover at her house one night and she kind of made a move on me. And I remember then just recognizing all of these cultural signals that I was not supposed to do this, right? Mm -hmm. So I was completely freaked out and never slept over her house again. Fast forward, we're not even gonna say how many years, it's a lot of years. Fast forward (laughs) a lot of years. And I'm, and I, I like, it kind of hit me. I was like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I acted that way. Because I have always been attracted to people of every gender, right? It hasn't really Mm -hmm. mattered to me. The only reason it mattered is because societal pressure told me it mattered. So I guess, I guess I would say that, that, you know, your, who you are and who you want and who you want to touch doesn't necessarily change, but our confidence in expressing that I think definitely changes. Wow. Yeah, I totally agree. So let's ask a hypothetical question. Let's say my part, my partner wants more sex than I do. Mm -hmm. Is there something wrong with me? Oh no, 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 no. And that's not unusual. Um, it, it is actually very frequent that that happens. And, 
Oh, I, I know it's one of those issues that's just so hard to get around. But the, uh, the biggest thing I recommend is communication. And that's where most of us, I think, fall down. We, yeah, you know, we, we, we don't want to talk about it, right? We, we, we're like, oh my God, right. there's this thing and I don't want to talk about it. But I think the more we can talk about it and open up to our partners, the better it's going to be overall. So, you know, there are lots of solutions for um, a mismatch in libido. Um, some of them are, you know, and this is all through talking, you find compromises. Um, so for instance, there are times when my partner's like, eh, I really want you. And I'm kind of like, oh my God, that's the last thing I want right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, and for me, yeah, I actually have like a really strong libido, but you know, it happens situationally for me. It happens when I have a lot of stress going on or I have, I have other stuff on my mind. And for me, it's like all about if I can't get out of my head, then, then I can't really be present sexually. Yeah. Um, so right. in those instances, what I tend to like, what I've kind of said to my partner is okay you know even if i'm not into it i can always help you out with a hand job i'm good with that right i can yeah, do that you yeah you can kiss on me i can give you a hand job and um you're going to have pleasure you're going to get off i'm gonna feel okay like like i didn't do anything i didn't want to do and we can both fall asleep right it's right? a win-win so, yeah i mean it's and it really is all about communicating and, and coming to compromises like that, right? So we don't always get what we want. I mean, that's a fact of life. So especially in relationships, it, it's a constant compromise. And as long as that we as we can talk to each other openly and honestly about what our wants and needs are, then we can typically come to that sort of compromise. Um, another option is non-monogamy when there's a libido mismatch. Um, and, you know, you hear about this sometimes in, in, in really diverse libido mismatches. You know, someone doesn't want any sex and someone still wants to have sex. Um, but you also hear about it with people who have perfectly fine working libidos that match. It's just that they are open to sex and relationships with more than one person. Um, so, you know, I think that's about choosing what kind of relationship you want and reframing it. Um, we look to other people in our lives to fulfill things, um, in all kinds of areas, right? We have, we have a multitude of friends, right? Because our friends give us something and we don't just say, oh my God, you're my friend and you're my only friend and you have to fulfill all of my friend needs. Yeah, so that's right. kind of how I describe ethical non-monogamy or polyamory is maybe you're in a situation where you want more than one person to fulfill your intimacy, relationship, and sexual needs. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's true. So Jim, let's touch on that kind of touchy subject. And then after this question, I'm going to hand it over to Shantae and okay. see if she has any questions for you. And then we're going to close it on out. Uh, because sexuality is an important part of, of the human experience, just in general, um, mm -hmm. a person's well-being, people who that have that have mental health il illnesses, 
in your opinion, should they be able to have satisfying sex lives as well? Absolutely. I think everybody should be should ha have the freedom and the ability to have a satisfying sex life. And with when that comes into play with individuals who have mental health and that are able to still bear children, what message or what tips would you give those individuals that are currently in, you know, having an active sexual um, life? Well, I mean, I, I, I believe that everybody should have the ability to choose when they become parents. Um, and, and this is where education comes in, right? I think everybody should have enough knowledge to know how to control their fertility, how to choose when to have children and choose when not to. Um, additionally, I, you know, I kind of go back to the, it takes a village. Um, we all need support systems in our life. And I think no matter what your mental health status, it, it takes a lot more than one parent or two parents to raise a child. And, um, you know, so the advice I would give is, is gather the people in your life who care about you to help support you along that journey. Yeah, totally agree. Support right. is important for everything in life. I Absolutely. Think. Support system. Um, Shantae, yeah. do you have any questions for Jan? Yes, I sure do. Um, Yay! So <laughs> So um, how early should should someone introduce the topic of sex to their children? Well, I I'm actually a big proponent of introducing the idea as soon as their kid starts asking questions and, and they start asking questions pretty early. It's oh, just yeah. a matter of giving them age appropriate information. Right. So right. there's like the, there's like this old joke. Um, I'm trying to think of it. I, I'm totally going to butcher it but it's something about like you know mom where do babies come from and the mother likes it's like oh my god it's time i have to have the talk and she launches into this whole thing about <laughs> eggs and sperm and all of this stuff and the kid was just like i uh, uh, i you know i i i just that that like the, the kid is just basically <laughs> sputtering and going i i like oh just, okay that, that's a lot I, of information <laughs> Right. It was just like too much. And I'm, I, I don't know the punchline. I, you know, I knew I was going to butcher it, but basically, okay, it. <laughs> it, you know, like, you know, your kid, right. And you know, kind of where they are in terms of understanding stuff. Right. So yeah. when they start asking questions, get, give them age appropriate information. One of the things that I really strongly recommend is give them appropriate names for their body parts. Right. Don't, you know, don't call it wee wee, the JJ, all of that stuff. <laughs> Talk about it, right? This is yeah. your penis. This is your vulva. Um, so, because I actually have like the greatest example because my parents did that. My parents gave me like all of that information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, like they gave me all of the age, like age appropriate, but they also gave me like anatomy names and stuff. And then when I got to school, or, you know, like in the course of school around my friends, they're talking about all this other stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. The, what is this? What is that? And I actually went to my mother and I'm like, so what is the JJ? And she's like, oh, okay. Like, we're going to have to correct some of your information. <laughs> um, 
And, you know, and it, 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 it was one of those things where like, as I was growing up, I kept, I kept going to my mother and asking questions because so many of my friends were getting just a little bit of information or the wrong information. Right. Um, do your kids a favor and give them the correct information off the bat. Um, and they, they will feel comfortable then coming to you and asking you questions because they'll know that you are the source of knowledge. Yeah. Right. I totally agree. I totally yes. agree. Oh, on that note, there's a really, really great curriculum if you can find it. Um, and it's usually taught through Unitarian churches. It's called OWL or Our Whole Lives. It is a, a it is a curriculum for sex education that starts at about five years old and oh, nice. goes all the way through the lifespan up and up to older adults. So there's a curriculum basically for every stage of life. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks for that. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank, thank you so much for that. And so Jen, close it out for tonight. I wanted to allow you some time to talk about the latest events and things that you have coming up. So if anyone is interested, they can come and check you out on your social media platforms. So what do you have coming up? What's new? Well, I'm going to be teaching a class in person in just about a month. And I'm really excited about that because awesome. as you know, this last year, it's all been Zoom. <laughs> And when I met you, you had just started having to do Zoom. I did. I did. But, you know, I got to tell you, if there is a silver lining in this whole pandemic thing, it's that apparently because I was able to transition to Zoom so well, I've gotten a lot of teaching gigs over the last year in Zoom, which has led to some better opportunities. But um, I am teaching a body sex workshop as a pre-conference to the Sex Down South conference, which takes place in Atlanta. Uh, it's the weekend after Labor Day. So my pre-conference is actually on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then the conference goes Thursday through Sunday. So my dates are the 7th and 8th. The conference is the 9th through the 11th. If you've never been to Sex Down South, it is an absolutely amazing sexuality conference. Um, it is uh, created by and centers POC experience. The, you know, vis-a-vis sexuality. And it is one of the most diverse and open and welcoming and accepting spaces I've ever had the pleasure of being in. You can find them at sexdownsouth.com. And if you go there and click on the pre-cons, you'll find me and a picture um, with, my, with my mentor and teacher, Betty Dodson. Um, I teach her body sex workshop, which she taught in her New York City apartment starting in the 1970s. So she did it for about 50 years. It wow. is a, yeah, it's a workshop for vulva owners to dig into their own sexuality and uh, learn more about their pleasure and their orgasm. Wow. That's awesome. Awesome. Congratulations. I'm so happy Thank that you. you have your... Um, livelihood back. You can be able to Yay. see people and go. So yeah, congratulations. Yeah, that's that's congratulations. really great. Thank you. And if you want to find me, I am, uh, you can find me on Facebook as Jennifer Ronner, or you can find me at Geeky Sexy Love on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
And then real quick, Jen, is there a fee um, attached to your event? There is. Um, now for body, normally this workshop is $9.97, um, but I'm giving a deal for Sex Down South participants. So that takes the price down to $7.97. And if you get in before the 15th of August, I knock another $100 off. So, so $6.97. It includes a sex toy to take home with you. A really nice one, a really nice stainless steel one that was designed by oh. Betty Dodson. Okay. Um, but wow. it's, it is 10 full hours for the pre-conference. And uh, uh, yeah, you'll learn a lot about yourself. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That That's going to be awesome. A lot of self-love. A lot of self-love. Yes. A lot of self-love. <laughs> that's so dope. Well, Jen, thank you so much again for coming on and being a part of the podcast. And you are our first guest for the Speak Yay. On Speak Up series. So, yeah, thank you so much. And I wish you the best in your upcoming event. I know you'll it'll be successful because who you are, your energy, your everything. <laughs> I told you I love your energy. It's just up there. It's Yeah. L-I-T. Right. Feel it. L-I-T. Feel it. L-I-T. Yes. Um, yes. Do you want to say anything to Jen before we close yes, out? I'm, yes. I'm so excited to have um, interacted with you. I was like stalking your website. I love it. And um, <laughs> so congratulations on everything. And I look forward to connecting with you. Oh, thank you. So nice to meet you, Shantae. And thank you so much, Kia. I love spending time with you. I love spending time with you as well. And thank you so much for coming on. And you guys, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Welcome back, you guys, to Bombshell 1111 Podcast. Speak on the series. My name is Kia and I'm your host. I have my co-host here with me tonight. Ladies, introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Kiana D from Mask Off Crowns Online Podcast, as well as Queen's Confidence and Mindfulness Coaching. And my name is Ashley LaFavor. I am your empowerment and I'm the owner and founder of Ratchet to Righteous. I am also the founder of A-Care Provider Services, and I look forward to speaking with everybody tonight. And Shantae, she's back with me from my lovely break. Um, she was here with our lovely co-host. I mean, our lovely guest, Jennifer Rayner. Please check her out. Um, she's a very, uh, very informative sexual sexuality educator. Um, she has a lot of great knowledge and tools. Um, so you guys, every week we're going to try to bring knowledge and tools to you guys to kind of help you in your journey. Something that may be beneficial to you within life. Um, each person has a different segment that we're going to touch on and Shantae is going to be the first person up and she's going to touch on health and education. So Shantae, you can go right in. Awesome. So tonight on health and education, the state of New Jersey has the highest maternal mortality rate in the country, especially for black women who are seven times likely to die from giving birth than their white counterparts. Governor Murphy signed a bill that will provide free home nurse visits for moms and newborns. The program will have well-trained RNs who will check mom and baby for physical problems, mental health, etc. The goal is to combat the mortality rate of moms after birth as well as newborns. 
The name of the program is called Nurture New Jersey. It is being spearheaded by the state's first lady, Tammy Murphy. She states, I can't fathom that a mother could die due to maternity-related complications or the baby can't live past its first birthday. And that would be simply because of the color of the skin. The program is free and voluntary, which means regardless of the family's insurance or income, everyone is eligible and you also have the option to opt out. This program is also open to adoptive parents as well as families who are who have experienced stillbirth. This is a great initiative to tackle maternity mortality as well as increase the awareness on this issue. Thanks so much for that, Sean. Guys, Ashley with Entertainment. Okay, so today's news on entertainment, we are talking about the rapper the baby. Recently, he just got backlash for making a comment towards gay men and HIV and AIDS. And the baby, the rapper, just recently apologized for the inflammatory comments. Rapper had to apologize for the false and derogative comments he made about gay men and HIV during a performance at the Miami Music Festival after making the comments and amid growing the big backlash that he received from the media the baby intention and internet issue stood by his comments before apologizing in his statement the baby criticized those who held him accountable for his remarks he stated, social media moves very fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes, he wrote. As a man who has had to make his own way and decisions from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was just education on these topics and guidance. And this has been very challenging for him in this time. He also added that I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately, gave me wisdom, education, and resources to help me to understand the community better. So my question to you guys is, how how do you think in today's world, as we know we live in a social media world a lot, and a lot of things that are on social media, people um, seem to believe or backlash on, how should we as people approach situations even if we don't agree with another person's belief or um statement that they make wow that's um a very touchy subject and i appreciate that um that that segment um ashley do you guys have any comments feedback for the um on that before i i say anything Right. I feel like people need to learn how to just show support. And um, especially if if it's in a topic that you don't even have that much knowledge about, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, definitely try to put judgment on the back burner and just support and think before you act. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Think think before you act. I think that's it. Think before you act. Think think before you act. Um, again, thank you so much for that, Ashley, and I thank you so much for bringing awareness to that particular community. Go ahead, Kim. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like you said, when that person does not think before they act, you do have more wisdom. Just go to them with kindness, mm-hmm. go to them with love, instead of, you know, the hate back, because either way, that's still not solving anything anyway. Go ahead, sis. Correct, correct, correct. And so, you guys, the next segment that we're going to jump into 
the subject is politics. Um, as you guys know, um, but if you don't know, we're going to educate you a little bit more on this. Biden buys time with a new eviction ban. Um, those are, That's for individuals who are facing eviction. Um, Apple New Podcast reports that President Biden is attempting to thread the needle by replacing a lapsed federal eviction ban with new protections designed to keep millions of Americans from losing their homes at mid-surging coronavirus. I'm sorry, you guys. So prior to or during coronavirus, those people that are facing evictions, uh, they now have something in place to kind of help you guys with those issues. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention on Tuesday night imposed a new narrow Mirandum to replace the one that was that expired Sunday, but there are already questions that are about the like legality of the order. The CDC said that it's prohibiting evictions in countries with high rates of COVID nineteen transmissions through October third, twenty twenty one, aligning with areas where the agencies had asked Americans to wear masks in public indoor settings, even if vaccinated. The ban is expected to cover 90% of the United States population and 80% of the country. The supporting quote message thought to reflect on is that we still need to get the word out. These programs are available and renters can get the help they need. Eviction. Um, You guys, with that being said, we're going to jump into the next segment, which is spirituality. And Kiana is going to discuss that further. Kiana, you want to jump right in? Survey published in revealed that organized religion parents were at their age. We, with only about 40% saying religion is very important in their lives, however. The same survey revealed that about 8% of millennials believe in God. And increasing numbers identify with statements like, I feel a deep sense of spiritual peace and well-being, or I experience a deep sense So, is religion fading out? I'm sorry, Kiana, we, we lost you there. I think we, I think she's having a bad connection, you guys. So just to reflect on what she's stating, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Um, I will agree with um, what she spoke on from um, the research. Also, is like she said, you know, a lot of new age things are showing up as far as people are believing more in, like she said, you know, having that peace based upon the universe you know they believe in the law of attractions and the universe versus believing in what they may call it as religion mm-hmm. 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 I agree and you know what's so crazy and ironic is that this Kiana brought this topic up uh, for this particular segment and um, I believe Shantae and I we just had this conversation not even what Shantae last Sunday yeah 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, speaking about uh, kind of like what what kind of like motivates you, or what do you kind of lean on when you're when you go through things, or what do you believe in? And I was telling her that um, prior to me going through certain things in my life, I've always had my faith in God. That's always been my my, my thing, always and still is. Um, and then in 2017, when I started doing like more research and things like that, I started learning about the law of attraction more than what I knew and getting more into that and started implementing kind of both. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I do agree. That's that's it. It, it is. A lot of millennials don't have a, they don't say a God per se. They do believe in the universe and. Um, I definitely uh, agree. Uh, and I think it's, I think what a lot of it comes from too, um, a lot of people, especially even when it comes to like, uh, a lot of people get relationship with God in the religion part, confu- you know, mixed up. And mm-hmm. I think that's where right. a lot of the millennials do run away from it because and it's not their fault. It's because like she spoke in her segment, growing up from your grandparents in the history, you know, it's always been shared in that way. So mm-hmm. if something has been shared to you on a religion, um, you're going to run away from it, which is why a lot of millennials ran away from the church. Don't want to go to church. Don't want to because they believe that you know, it's it's a religion based. You know, not understanding right. it's it's more about the relationship. You know, um, it's not about religion at all. But again, you have to get anchored into God in His wisdom to understand the difference for yourself. Um, and exactly. I think if we just take the time to really get into the Word by ourselves, not going off of what Auntie said, mm-hmm. and I can only share from that because I didn't grow up in religion or church and you have to dive deep into to it in that way and if you dive into it with researching it yourself and wanting to know God in that way then you will you will be able to determine and discern what's what um and even be able to fight against it yes yeah yeah Chante do you have thoughts on that she honestly she just covered it that was 100 percent. that was on point yeah. yeah i totally agree yeah 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 and so you guys ashley thank you so much for that and shantae thank you so much for your feedback as well so you guys you us to the end of our first episode um again this is our first episode um of 10 so we definitely have a lot more to come, um, a lot of more interesting guests to come. Again, thank you, Jennifer, for coming on and being our first guest on our first yes, episode. Jennifer. Yes, Jennifer. <laughs> whoop to the whoop whoop. Um, we <laughs> hope that you were able to hear something beneficial um, to you. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to come back every second and third Saturday of each month at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time and check us out and with that being said you guys always remember you are a bomb within your own shell peace love and light you guys good night if you enjoyed this podcast please make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted rate review and share this podcast with your family and friends thanks so much for listening and i hope you're leaving with some valuable information that can help you on your personal journey 
Also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bombshell1111 or at Bombshell1111 TV. You can also check out our mental health page, Your Health is Your Wealth, on Facebook, which is a page created to inform and support individuals with mental health and other health conditions. And with that being said, always remember, you guys, you are a bomb within your own shell. And until next time, peace, love, and light.